Dallas-based flea style has been fun to watch. They started out in Deep Ellum, a funky little shop that was sort of like like a flea market. In fact, they, they also sold at flea markets. But they've grown. They've got five locations right now. And the last time we checked in with Brittany Cobb, the founder and the CEO of Flea Style, they were getting ready to go mauling and moving into Galleria, which was a major departure. So kind of wondered how that went. Brittany Cobb joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you for having me. You know, not long after we talked, I, I was talking to Galleria. They were really excited about you guys coming in. But, I mean, that's not – you're in – you've always showed up in places where there's sort of events. I mean, like, you know, the uh, the you know the Deep Ellum or uh, the Cowboy Home up in Frisco or, you know, Cowtown in Fort Worth. How's Galleria? Well, first of all, I've never heard mauling. I love that, adding that <laughs> to my dictionary, my vocabulary. But it's going really great. I mean, we're still only a few months in. So it's really hard to say exactly how it's going because we just don't have a lot to you know reflect on. But so far, so good. We hopped in right up back to school tax-free weekend. We're in the thick of the holidays. So we're really leveraging all of the foot traffic at the mall, Santa Claus, uh, and all the festivities going on right now. Well, are you all cyclical like that? I mean, I, I, I obviously every retailer, I guess, gets excited about the holiday season, but you're sort of a lifestyle brand. It's a little bit different. Yeah, holidays can actually be, I wouldn't call it challenging, but definitely um, something we have to figure out every year because to your point, we're not exactly a holiday shopping you know, store necessarily. We have great gifts. We have all the things you want to gift, but I don't think people think of us as that place to go grab their ornaments and those things. So we always have to think outside of the box how we bring that foot traffic in and you know, we're experiential. So for us, it's hopefully buying something for the holidays, but also bringing your loved ones in to go do something fun during this time of year where you're looking for activities and outings. So whether it's building a hat, going to our restaurant inside the Frisco store, we have lots of avenues and options to make it really an experience part of their holiday time with friends and loved ones. Yeah, the restaurant. I was going to ask you about that. How is it being a restaurateur? <laughs> How much time do you have? <laughs> uh, it's challenging, but it's really fun, too. I mean, it's it's definitely one of the hardest parts of my job. I don't have much experience in it other than being a server in high school and college. Uh, but I knew to make it today in retail, we had to have what I called the halo effect. Lots of things going on where you travel your customer in a circle. And in that particular location where it's heavy foodies, heavy on people going out to dine, um, I knew I needed a food component. And so it's, you know, it's really fun. It's something that I treat like all my retail uh, outlets, which I think is different for a restaurateur. I think of, you know, what's what does somebody want to shoot a photo of and tell their friends about? So maybe it's a beautiful latte with a fun art or topper on it. Um, I really come at it from a marketing perspective and optics, and it's really helped us. The menu's classic, easy. I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. I'm not chef-driven. I'm experience-driven, delicious-driven, and just wanting people to want to tell their friends and family about it because it's so cute and yummy. Well, when I think about your brand, I mean, I think about eclectic because it really is sort of a hodgepodge of everything. And part of it is, I think, are, are the brands that you have. You support a lot of small businesses and by the same ticket, a lot of small businesses sell to you. What's the state of small business? Are, are they out there? Have you have there have been a lot that have been hurt because of the downturn in the economy? 
Yeah, I think it goes both ways. We, we're still extremely connected to the small business community. I mean, like you said, that's how we started. We started as a flea market with 300 small businesses under one roof and us being one of them. Now with over 100 employees, it's hard to put ourselves in that category, but we're really, really dedicated to supporting them. I think it, you know, like I said, goes both ways. Some have really stuck to their guts, followed their heart, worked really hard and have created a, a bigger business. And now they have their own retail outpost and they're really thriving. Uh, I actually visited one in Salina last week. Um, you know, and then I think there's a ton that have folded their cards, whether it was too hard, inventory issues, um, or just, you know, ran its course, which I think is most small businesses. I'm sure you know the statistics, but I think it's 90 some percent, 94 percent fail before 10 years. True. Um, you know, it's tough. And a lot of times it's just personal, too. You have a baby, you decide you want to be a mom full time. There, you know, there's a lot of gray in there as well. But generally, I think there's still a huge opportunity for small businesses to thrive, especially in Texas. We're such a welcoming community. Landlords are really wanting that that local, that heartbeat, that authenticity. And so they're willing to work with companies. So I think it's a great time to be one. I think you just have to know you have to buckle your seatbelt and be ready for a lot of bumps in the road, especially right now as we're staring down a very unstable economy with, you know, a recession in our hands. Well, and the other thing, a lot of retailers have been talking about, you know, the supply chain and they can't get product. Um, I get, you don't sit back and wait for some major shipment to come in from China, at least if you're dealing with a lot of small businesses. Oh, it's really challenging. You know, we're at a point now where we are buying uh, bigger buys. And I know last time I spoke to you, I was working on our own clothing line, which is made overseas. So we're kind of we're kind of in multiple um, areas, which is is helpful and something I would suggest for a lot of people where you're not relying on one stream because you're right. If it dries up, it's a challenge. You might have to close your doors. So we do it a lot of ways. You know, we have consigning with small businesses. We make our own products locally. We do do the big buys. We also buy hyper local. So because we're kind of touching a lot of different things, we tend to not have major challenges, but for sure we do. Even with Stetson, who's made, you know, right here in our backyard, um, you know, we rely on them heavily. And when they're having problems, obviously we do too. So you just have to stay on top of the ball. You have to have a lot of options. And I think work as local as possible as well. So have you got your formula down? Are you ready to grow it again? Because So you added Galleria. You started yeah. out in Deep Elm, um, the Star up in Frisco, Stockyards in, in Fort Worth, I know. What's next? It's a great question. I mean, we are. We're forecasting for 2023 and 24 currently. We're definitely going to be expanding. I think the big question is where. I wish I could give you some huge news right now and be very juicy. I just don't have those answers, but we're looking definitely within Texas and then bordering states where distribution would be somewhat simple as we're dipping our toes into expansion and scaling. Um, but, you know, cities like Oklahoma City, Nashville, San Antonio, and even kind of further on the fringe of DFW are of high interest right now. Well, I, and a lot of retailers tell us they're pleased to be in Texas because, well, I guess nobody's recession proof, but we certainly haven't felt it to the degree that uh, a lot of the parts of the country have. Right. I agree. I mean, we're so fortunate to be here where things do, you know, feel fairly normal. Um, and, you know, I think we're, we're fortunate, but also it kind of puts these goggles on where we might not be prepared for the reality when it does hit. And so I try to stay ahead of that. 
um, you know, my business, when I look at a location, it's super important that we're not all on the same calendar. You kind of talked about that earlier, but when you kind of have every store on the same calendar, you feel the the highs and the lows equally. And so for us, it's really fun to have a store stay in Fort Worth where rodeo season is January, February, which is typically a dead time in retail. So when maybe some of our other stores are, are you know, slower, we have these huge spikes in Cowtown. And so when I'm looking at places, I'm thinking of that. I'm not thinking of the tra traditional calendar. I'm thinking, how do I support this business that might have a slower April, May, where this one has that huge pop because they have a big spring event or, you know, whatever it may be. So in the expansion and in Texas in general, I try to look at our seasons. I mean, who else has a rodeo season, right? <laughs> good good point. And it's something you should lean into if you have the opportunity. So we definitely think about all those things. Do you stock all these stores the same? Because like I say, I really think, I think of Deep Ellum, and that's that's the, the essence of your store. And I just uh -huh. don't know that that plays in the stockyards, and for that matter, in the star in, in you know, in, in Frisco. Right. No, we don't stock them the same. And especially because all our stores are within 20 miles of each other, we have to make them have their own personality. Uh, on top of that, lean into their community. And exactly right. Deep Ellum has a little bit more grit, edginess, uh, more of an urban culture, whereas Frisco is shinier, newer, very cowboys driven. And then, of course, you have, you know, the Western vibes of Fort Worth. So although they all have, I would say, a foundational uh, footprint that's very similar with our basics, our, you know, tried and true pieces, obviously our hat bars. Then we sprinkle in all the fun things uh, that really lean into that community, whether it be like heavily Western t-shirts, lots of fringe in Fort Worth. Uh, you know, Frisco is one of the only stores we put a lot of blue in for obvious reasons. Oh, yeah. A lot of fun from a buying perspective, but also makes our customer travel to all stores to get all those special pieces they can't get in the one they just came from. Well, I know you've got all kinds of things, but I always thought your cut line ought to be flea style, bringing hats back one head at a time. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Let's trademark that. It's yours. <laughs> you can <laughs> add it. Brittany Cobb's the founder and CEO of Flea Style. Like I say, it's fun to watch you grow. May we check back? Yes, thank you for the support, and I, I'm here anytime to chat. <laughs> we enjoy it. For more of a conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.